It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Ready. Play. Well, hello. This is WTA Weekly, and uh, it's the eve of the French Open, Roland Garros, as it should be called. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, everything kicks off um, tomorrow, uh, and uh, um, I'm here. For, we've got a very, very exciting women's draw um, to look at. Um, so, but, but you're probably wondering who who's coming on. Who's going to be chatting WTA tennis with Nick today? Well, I'm very pleased that it's going to be the one, the only, Mr. Talking Tennis himself. It's John Silk, everybody. John, how are you? <laughs> You're on mute, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, Nick. Just chilling on the balcony, as you can see. Hopefully, you can hear me loud and clear. Yeah, I can definitely. What, def what do you think about the look, by the way? Is it summery enough? It's very summery. I'm glad that the weather in Germany is as summery and sunny as it is in the UK at the minute. Um, it's been uh, sort of uh, something that we've been looking forward to a lot um, over here. And uh, I think Germany is also a good place to enjoy it. So, yeah, you look ready for um, the European tennis summer. Yes, very much so. Um, we'll be doing these as well, I think. Uh, Nick, won't we up until Wimbledon? We'll obviously have a yep. couple of weeks off now. Well, we won't be having a couple of weeks off, Nick. We'll be pretty intense about the tournament, but we won't do a WTA weekly probably until the Monday or something like that after yep. the French Open, when maybe I'll find you a better guest than you've got today. Uh, I find it difficult to believe that uh, we'll have better guests than whoever's honking their hole in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it adds to the atmosphere. I think, look, he, th this, this driver clearly wants to... And put his thoughts on the um, the women's draw, um, but we've had a little, a few little interesting uh, bits of news um, over the last week or so. Um, yeah. 
obviously the last couple of tournaments, it, the, these tournaments happening in Rabat and in Strasbourg are kind of seems very much as warm ups for those not doing qualifying. Um, Can you just give us a, a a little bit of a just give us a one or two minute highlights from those two tournaments? I mean, who's still in? Who's who's winning? Who's not winning? Yeah. So um, I think um, if I I just want to make sure I get this right. So bear with me. Um, yeah, no but I believe so. The final in Strasbourg is is between Alina Svitolina back from maternity leave, okay. and yeah. yep, absolutely. Um, like already finding form. Like she's been back for about a month, um, and she's already in the final of a WTA two fifty, and she's playing Anna Blinkova, and that match is literally just getting underway. Um, I think that bodes well actually. I mean, Svitolina is someone who's barely won a match since she's returned. So that's cool. Uh, I see Ghosty's already joined us. Who's the the sunglasses wearing? Who boat to your left? He looks like trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just this randomer that John found on the street because we didn't have a guest today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you should have introduced introduced me as Jean Soalk or something like that. <laughs> can you do a French accent? Not really. No, I can do an Italian one, but let's not offend our Italian viewers today. Not least, anyway. Not not today. Not until I've had Mario and Damien's ATP Weekly, which will be coming up tonight. Yes, which it should be very very good content because there's a lot discussed on the ATP side as well. Um, and then the final in Rabat, which has literally just gone to a deciding set, is between Julia Grabher and uh, Lorenz and um, uh, Lucia Bronzetti. Um, speaking okay. of Italians. Um, so nice sort of drama happening in uh, Morocco right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think there's not been a lot to say from those uh, tournaments. The only kind of notable thing was um, Sloane Stevens. Um, she actually made the semifinals um, and everyone was talking about maybe she's trying to find a bit of form before losing to Bronzetti in the uh, Rabat semifinals. But she got a good win over Peyton Stearns in the quarters. Um that was one worth noting. And then other than that, it was just a few mid-tournament retirements, not least the probably the highest profile being Martina Trevisan, which is probably most likely to be prepared for the Roman Roland Garros draw. Okay. okay, so she's okay. But we have had one or two withdrawals this week. I mean, Halabadosa has to get a mention, right? Yeah, I mean, look, she was in she was in my power ranking as an honourable mention. Um, okay. And she... Um, uh, yeah, she could have made it. And I, I thought she's, she seems to be building some momentum back to maybe where she was, you know, getting back to the top 20. Um, that's where I kind of put her form. Um, and unfortunately, she suffered a um, basically stress fracture in her spine that's going to put her out for a while. A few um, weeks is what she said in her social media post. She's though. likely to miss Wimbledon as well, yeah. I suspect. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I suspect that. So that's a pity. Have we had any other uh, high-profile withdrawals? Not from Roland Garros. Um, no. So Trevi Sandler, you think, is kind of like uh, preparing her for, for Roland Garros, basically, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Um, especially since she's actually got actually quite a tricky first round, if I find it. Yeah, her first round is actually against Alina Svitolina, which okay. is... That's, that's going to be a... Trevi Sandler against, against uh, Svitolina? First round. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I think if it wasn't for her recent success in this 250, I would put Trevisan through with, with consummate ease. But now I'll have to think about it. I actually have done my ATP video predicting every match. That will be posted any moment, I think, or sometime this afternoon. I'm going to mm -hmm. try and squeeze in a WTA one, which probably <laughs> I should have done before this show, and then you could have pulled me apart. Instead, Nick, though, 
I can maybe talk to you a little bit about your power ranking. <laughs> if it's okay. yes, I, I I tweeted your reaction to when you first saw my power ranking when uh -huh. I first shared it yeah. with you, yeah. and it was a very much a hmm face. Exactly. Well, listen, what I'm going to do right now, Nick, is I'm going to remind the viewers by playing a 20-second clip showing your power rankings, okay? Okay. And we're back by the wonders of modern technology, Nick. Uh, what do you think about that 20-second clip? It took me about it took me about five minutes to put that together, by the way. That's not that's pretty good for a five-minute job, John. Um, this okay. is why this is why you are uh, the man of talking tennis. Um uh, so, yeah, Nick, I love it. <laughs> good. Nick, um, where shall I begin? I mean, number one, we can just move on. Number mm -hmm. two and three, I think, is 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 was that difficult for you to to come to the conclusion or were you quite convinced about that um i did let's sit down the draw, let's put the draw to one side yeah. because obviously we're doing this without i did this before the draw um i mean to be honest i'm gonna say this now i even with the draw i wouldn't swap them okay um the way it is yeah um so i've thought about it and i think what it i i kind of went into it going okay um Sabalenka Rabakina are the most likely to challenge Fiontek anywhere. Um, they're going to have to be two and three. Um, it yeah. just made logical I, I sense. I think you're right, though. Listen, I'm, I, I want to talk to you about some of the ones I disagree on, but I do yeah. think Rabakina, after Rome, I know there was a few retirements there, but I do I, I, I do find it... Yeah. Because I, I say, really, the idea of a power rankings anyway is it's not about the draw. I mean, we can all reevaluate no. and go, oh, Sabalenka's on one side and all the rest of it, but... But um, I think you're right. I think uh, she does deserve to be. And I think we just, I, I just don't know how far Sabalenka is going to go in this tournament. Uh, honestly, she may well get to the final, given that she's on one half of the draw. But there's about 10 people that could knock her out. You know, that, that just yeah. with Sabalenka, I think it's less than 50-50 that she gets to the final. If she's there in the final, however, then then I may reevaluate and we'll see who she's playing against. Uh, Eager, number one, obviously. Uh, it's four and five. Well, particularly four that I yeah. want to take you to task on. I think you're very, very optimistic with uh, your take on Ons Jabeur. Okay. Well, before I get to Ons, I'm going to say that um, for me, I agree with you on Rebecca over Sabalenka. I think Rebecca has much better role on Garros and slow conditions pedigree than Sabalenka. That's why she's ahead. And also she has reached more finals. Jabeur. Um if you look at pure results and you and you say that it's not um uh and you uh, you preserve French not, Open you take, first round Nick French we'd have to look uh, at French I'm Open not, not counting last year in the fix uh, not not uh, counting okay okay like the own I only care if you got to the semi-finals or further for them okay. to get um I like this this is ranking. new this new parameters that we're we're creating here Nick that I wasn't aware of. Oh no uh, no no this is this is this is a I will have to show you the spreadsheet someday this is okay. this is a spreadsheet I've had going for a couple of years and this okay, methodology good. I've had for a couple of years. Okay. Um the so here's here's my thinking. So the power ranking was basically calculated based on results. Who got to the semi-finals or further last year? 
who's been to a Roland Garros final in their career, who's been to the last 16 at some point in their career, who has got certain results throughout their career. Are they making their debut? Um, are they still relatively new to the tour? And um, ba- and then it add in clay court results. Um, and basically um, anyone who got to the last 16 in Rome um, or semi quarterfinals in Madrid, semifinals in Stuttgart or the final in Charleston got a on the long list for the power ranking. On Jabir one Charleston, she got to the semifinals of Stuttgart. That is why she's above Krajikova, because Krajikova's results on paper, not as good as Jabir. The injury complicates things. I think Jabir was very unfortunate with her Rome draw. We didn't really get to see how her recovery's gone. I am fully confident that she will be fully fit in Roland Garros. Um, and so based on that, based on results, based on um, how she we know she can be on this surface, that French Open first round was actually probably due to a poor bounce back from Rome. She won't have that, the Rome final. She won't have that this time. Um, that is why Anshabur is ahead of Barbora Krajikova. Um, and I'm very, and yes, you're right. I'm optimistic. And I will fully admit that I am being optimistic, but I would rather be optimistic and be wrong than be pessimistic and be wrong. I just think you're, you're the, the, I think you're being very, what's the word? Yeah, optimistic about Andrew, but I just, I, listen, for me, Andrew could also be in the final. I mean, we saw um, uh, Iga, because she's on the same half as, as Sabalenka, I believe. No, she's oh. not. Oh, she's, she's not. not. She's oh, that in makes the same quarter as Rabakina. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, but we, I know the power rankings is draw, a draw, yeah. you know, dependent or independent, sorry. But still, uh, I just uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she goes out in the first couple of rounds. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I would be surprised if Barbora Krajcikova goes out before meeting Iga in round four. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised. And I think if, if Barbora's draw had been, and I know Barbora's results, by the way, sketchy, 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 sketchy. And I, but in in, in the clay court season, but yeah. French Open pedigree, if even with your, you know, your parameters of only including semifinals and beyond. Well, she won it in 2021. She went yeah. out very early last year. I think it was in the first round, but she was struggling with health and, and issues. I think she had COVID. I'm not sure. In fact, I think she uh, tested positive just after her match last year. So all sorts of things going on. Barbora, uh, unfortunately, she just can't get out of this rut in terms of her world ranking of being about 10 to 15 in the world. And she yeah. keeps running into people in rounds three or four. Rome was a disappointment. And that would you know, be a good argument for not putting her in your top three or four. Yeah. I am probably uh, someone who's been a bit committed on the Barbora train this year, both in Australia and then a couple of tournaments afterwards. Of course, in the tournaments afterwards where she won in Dubai, it, it sort of came to fruition, but she hasn't quite been able to take that next step since then. I'm looking forward, though, to a potential round four clash between her yeah. and Eager. As somebody who is a little bit more in the Eager camp than than perhaps I am in terms of where your uh, affiliations lie. Does she worry you, Barbora? Yes, yes she does. Um, I mean, the reason why Barbora is so high up my power ranking is that she is a French Open champion um, from 2021. It wasn't that long ago. Um, I We said at the beginning of the clay season, Krajikova was probably the most likely to challenge Sviantec on this surface um, before we kind of saw how the clay season panned out. Um, with I, I, 
so here's what's concerning me. One, Krajikov has no, beaten Sviantek the last two times they played. Number two, Igor Sviantek tends to have a dip around round four in a major. If you have a look at um, past, she had a wobble against Jean Chin Wen when she won Roland Garros last year. She had a wobble against Hule Niemeyer in, um, uh, Hule Niemeyer in the US Open, which she won. She got knocked out in the fourth round of the Australian Open the last couple um she had a bit of a wobble in fourth round of Australian Open a couple of times this year. Rebecca Halep in the past. Ben Chich at the US Open 2021. There's a clear pattern. Um, and so for me, um, Sviantek, I would see, I think Sviantek will lose a set against Krajikova. And then it's anyone's guess who's going to win that match from there on out. Um, I have been talking to Jack. He thinks that the, fact, the conditions favour Eager on the whole. Um, so that's giving me a little bit of optimism there. But yeah, that is a massive... If Sviantek beats Krajikova, she will win Roland Garros. Yeah. If Krajikova... Um, she will win Roland Garros. Like, no, Krajikova is going to be her main challenge, I suspect. But I know, I wouldn't say that necessarily the opposite would happen. If Krajikova wins that match, she's definitely going to win Roland Garros. Um, so that's, that's my take. And I think that's a heavy, heavy banana skin um for Sviantek and um I don't I think Krajikova's draw potential issues but I also don't see anyone in form enough to trip her up uh so yeah for me that's a that's a toughie for Sviantek I would still put the favor on balance but it's like seven um 75 25 at best understood we're just going to have a 60 second promo Nick okay Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming to you every evening, night, day, depending on where you are in the world, will be the last ball drops. This will be a show on Talking Tennis as soon as that ball drops on the last match of the day, morning, afternoon, evening or night at Roland Garros, probably on Philippe Chatrier, we will go live with a review of the day's play. Make sure you hit the like button, make sure you subscribe to the channel and click the notification bell. That way, as soon as we go live, you'll get the notification, you can come and join us and you'll get to hear the thoughts of people such as Mario, Damien, Jack, Nick, many more, maybe even me, from time to time. You know the drill. Make sure you subscribe. See you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think the only disappointing thing about that promo is that you weren't saying you were on every night. 
<laughs> I, it will be it will be every night but i just don't know when i'll be on where i think we'll have um vanch and damien uh presenting the first show uh on tomorrow night oh, by the way i meant you specifically john <laughs> okay yeah okay by the way um i want to get into your thoughts on one match that's going to be coming up tomorrow can you guess which match it is oh has the order of play been released yeah I haven't well, seen it yet. I've been out all be morning. Well, can you imagine which women's first round match was the one from the draw where you went, whoa? Okay. If it's the same as what everyone else is, um, it's uh, Maria Sakkari against Karina Mukova. That's exactly the one I want to get your thoughts on. Uh, but for you, maybe there was one or two others. But for me, that was the one that stood out. And it stood out because, well, as you mentioned in your power ranking video, you know, I do have a soft spot for Maria. And I'm very worried that she may be packing her suitcase as early as tomorrow evening. This is a massive upset alert. One, Mukova beat her in round two last year. Two, yeah. Mukova's been making quarterfinals of 1,000 events, which indicates that she should go on a very strong run in a major. Um, this could be a quarterfinal match, semi-final. Um, you know, they're both Grand Slam semi-finalists in their careers. Um, so, yeah, that's a tough draw. I think that's definitely the the big popcorn match um, for tomorrow, Sakari and Mukova. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely would have Sakari on um, upset alert for that one. Um yeah, I think whoever gets through that's going to be heavy favourite to come through that quarter of the draw. Although, having said that, that quarter of the draw is actually very, very open. It's a little chaotic. It's, okay. It could get very wild in this French Open. The I, I'm not even sure I would call it much of an upset, bearing in mind some of the, the points you made. But I know what you mean. She's a top 10 seed, I think, Zachary. And uh, did she make your power rankings top 10, by the way? Number 10, wasn't she? Sakari, yes, number 10. Um, there was a bit of a battle for number 10. Um, I thought Sakari edged it for me on okay. results. Who, who was the, was it between all the others that you just mentioned in your power rankings or was it sort of... Um, I think it was Madonna, between... Maybe? Yeah, it was between any her and, and pretty much all of the honourable mentions. I think the, the honourable mentions that kind of had a strongest chance of getting in were Pagula, Goff and um, Kalanina. Garcia, Kalanina. did he get? Did even Garcia get an honourable mention? I'm not sure. No, nope. her results haven't been good enough. Oh dear, harsh, harsh, harsh. Okay, listen, we've uh, Nick's power rankings tick. Mukova Sakari tick. I'm now going to throw some names in your direction, very similar or in fact identical to a show we did at the beginning of the year, where mm -hmm. I just basically threw names in in the directions of various guests to give me a narrative, to give me a story or a path that will lead them to French open glory uh i don't know how many names i'm going to throw at you maybe four or five i just want you to give me 30 to 60 seconds of how you can build a story that sees them lifting a trophy in or lifting the trophy i should say in two weeks pretty much exactly two weeks from now now first uh, first i'm just going to say we're not going to do it for eager because it's just it's just too easy okay so the first player i'm going to ask you about is this guy's random selection generator on here i'm actually just about to find a picture of them and put it on the screen uh the first player i want to get your thoughts on or, or to give me a, a way a path and how she is going to win the french open is elena rebacana okay um well fortunately rebacana actually i was going to say rebacana rebacca's rebacana's the favorite 
to get through her quarter to get to the semi-finals. There will potentially be plenty of challenges on the way. She's got an interesting first round against Brenda Favitifer. She's got a potentially second round against Linda Noshkova. Um that could be I, I I can see some banana skins in her draw, but let's just take the assumption that she um overcomes those and she builds some momentum. Um she wins the rematch, uh, potentially a rematch in the quarterfinals on Jabur or um whoever comes through Jabur's section. Um the scenario where she wins, I think she is the only player that you're gonna mention that doesn't really need to rely on Sviontek getting losing to um, Krejcikova. I think Rabakina does have the ability to push Sviontek on the surface. We saw that in Rome. That being said, do I think when it comes to it that um, if they do meet the semis, um, I think Sviontek will have the edge. But let's just. But I also think that Rabakina could push her and upset her. Um, so I think there's two there's two options. Rabakina has an amazing day in the semis against Eager, or Eager loses to Krajikova, in which case then it's um, Krajikova running out of steam against Rabakina, who would then be the favourite in the final against pretty much anyone in the second half of the draw, in my eyes. Fair enough. You can probably guess who my next one is. I don't know if you saw her yep. appear on the I screen. I did, I did. Okay, let's go. Yelena Ostapenko. She has the two weeks of her life repeating 2017 French Open. Done. That's it. That's all it needs. Okay, great. Yeah. I like it. Move on. Uh Okay, next one on my list. Uh, let's go with this is a, a tough one. This is a really tough one. Maria Sakkari. Maria Sakkari. Um, first of all, she has to beat Karolina Mukova. Um, then she needs to get through a section that involved people like Leila Fernandez um, and uh, then Jessica Bagula potentially in the quarterfinals. All of those, however, I think after M the Muk if Sakari comes through the Mukova match, she could be very well be fired up and already um, confident, and that's going to take that would I could see that taking her through to the semi-finals. Who would she play in the semi-finals? Vondrosheva or Sabalenka, probably. Um, and I could see a scenario if Vondrosheva is there, she's going to run out of gas. And I can see a scenario where Sabalenka gets there. Zachary, for once, has the advantage um, because conditions much more favour her. Um, mm. So um, compared to other places they could they could meet. So um, I would say that Zachary would have a very good chance of beating Sabalenka in that match, um, get to the final. Then what would happen? Um, I think then she's then relying on um, her Krajikova beating... Um, Sviontek and the rest of the top half of the draw falling apart because I think a major final, we know what Sakari's nerves are like. She's going to need to play someone else who's also nervous. Ideally, not a major champion like Rabakina or Krajikova. Um, so um, it would depend on who comes through. It would depend on the top half of the draw descending into utter chaos. <laughs> um, but that would be the path to Sakari cracking it and becoming a major champion. I like it. Well built, but just just too many variables. But that's the that's the nature of this game. Yep. Okay, one more. Uh Arena Sabalenka. Um, um I think she's playing the wrong sport there. Um <laughs> Sabalenka. Um well Sabalenka's very fortunate that she's got a very um uh, a very favorable draw in the second half. A lot of people who could knock her out very early on, who would be the biggest threat are in the top half. Um I think Sabalenka, for Sabalenka to win the title, 
um, she needs to get through any problem her problem opponents efficiently, like Kostyuk in round one, um, and Von Drosha for potentially in the quarterfinals, maybe even Kastea. Um, and then she um, has to get through the semis. I think she'd be the favorite against most people in that bracket. And then it's again going to come down to who she faces in the final. Arena Sabalenka would be the favorite if she was playing someone like Krajikova or um, maybe uh, Krajikova um, in the final. Maybe not Rabakina. I think she needs to rely on Rabakina losing. Um, but basically, if she's playing anyone other than Sviantek or Rabakina, she's the favorite in that final, but only yeah. in that scenario. Yep. I, I think it's probably a little easier to build a case this year for two or three of the, the next two or three favourites after Eager than pr- probably last year or even the year before, by the way, when Eager didn't win it. Um, so, yeah, but I, I think outside of, of, of three players, I mean, even when I'm talking about Barbora, I know that they, you could say, hey, what are you talking about with, with Barbora and all the rest of it? But um, so really, for many people, that is the big three and perhaps even in Roland Garros, a big one. Uh, Nick, uh, yeah. before we bring this show to a close, any final thoughts um, ahead of tomorrow? Um, it's specifically about tomorrow, can I just say we have a absolutely glorious day of WTA tennis ahead. Um, the day opens with Kostyuk versus Sabalenka. I actually have Sabalenka on a potential upset alert in that match. Okay. I think Kostyuk could bring it. Um Sakari and Mukova is obviously second match on Suzanne Longland at the same time as Magda Lynette and Leila Fernandez, which is probably going to be a battle of who's not going to lose. Um, and then you've got Elise Cornet against Camilla Georgie on third on Philippe Chatrier. That's going to be a match full of aggro and attitude, um, yeah. which is going to be a lot of fun. And then the day ending on Suzanne Longland is Danielle Collins against Jessica Pagula. It's the it's a match that we could get ghosty on to commentate, although maybe not. That might get a bit messy. Um, the uh, that's kind of that's uh, another upset alert because Collins has a habit coming out of habit come out of um, a long layoff and hitting the ground running. Pagula should be worried about that one. So yeah. I think you've got four back-to-back WTA matches to open Roland Garros across the main stadiums um, to keep you entertained uh, tomorrow. Um, and I'm very, very excited. And that's not even before you go to like the smaller courts. You've got um, on court six, you've got Sedanchek and Zhang, followed by Iranian Teichman, uh, just as an example. Townsend and Potapova are playing uh, on court 12. Um, we've got a great day of WTA tennis tomorrow ahead of what will hopefully be an amazing tournament that will probably... I'm. A 75% sure will be won by Igor Sviantek, but we'll see. All right. Thank you very much, Nick. Again, uh, we'll be doing this show, as I say, uh, in just over two weeks from now, uh, where we might have a special guest, but we might not. We'll see. Um, but we'll be doing plenty of shows over the next fortnight. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to see Nick from time to time as well. Uh, we'll probably do one or two live commentaries, but really, we're going to be focusing a lot on these nightly shows after that last ball drops. Nick, um, well, you're hosting, so you should say thank you to me, right, for coming on your amazing show. I mean, I, I don't know whose show it is anymore, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's always been it's always been um, you as the ringmaster, John. Um, and thank you for coming in and uh, bringing a great show as always. And thank you to everyone watching for um, contributing and getting us to 2,000 subscribers. 
um, which is a massive milestone for us. So thank you so much, everyone. Keep tuning in. Um, we've got lots of great content, as John's saying. I'm looking forward to being on one or two of these nightly shows coming up. Um, and we'll um, see you over the course of this Roland Garros. Take care, everyone, and keep talking tennis. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.